Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Road to Oracle Cloud World, which takes place September 18th to 21st in Las Vegas. We've been speaking in this series with a number of Oracle executives to get an idea on what their big focus is going to be for Oracle customers at Oracle Cloud World. Today, we're delighted to have with us Rob Tarkov, who's the Executive Vice President and General Manager for the Fusion Cloud Customer Experience Business at Oracle. Rob, welcome. Good to see you. Thanks, Bob. Great to be here. Good to see you. Rob, lots going on these days, you know, all across uh, the board, both with your customers, with Oracle. And I think, uh, you know, so many things are going to be happening in, you know, just a couple of weeks here at Cloud World. So we'd love to get your sense of what's going on there and what is the customers you talk to they're most interested in. So, Rob, I wonder if we could start off, you know, your session, the whole CX track at Cloud World. How is that going to help? your customers solve, you know, some of their most complex business problems. Yeah, well, it's a really exciting time to be doing a conference like this. Uh, no doubt all the generative AI uh, changes have hit CX probably most prominently because a lot of the customer processes benefit from large language models and innovating those into our applications. We will be uh, talking a lot about how a gen AI has changed the nature of the CX profession and sort of, I don't know if I'd say serendipitously, but it sort of, it, it leans very heavily towards all the things that we've been working on, which is uh, building truly end-to-end -end flows across sales and marketing, across service, be that field service and agent-based service, um, the element of really investing in first-party data and knowing your customer, not just in terms of their web behavior, but also how they consume applications, how they use apps. So all these things are going to be talked about in the context of the big Fusion Cloud innovations. So we're very excited about it. Rob, it's interesting how you know you put that because there was a time not so long ago, whether it was Oracle or a lot of the other big tech companies, they say, hey, the purpose of these big annual events is to talk about our products, talk about our technology. You said you're going to spend a lot of time talking about the changing nature of the profession uh, among your customers. That, that, uh, that different point of view reflects a lot of changes going on on the customer side of things, right? Yeah, I think the... Worst way to approach an annual conference is to just make it an advertisement for your products. Mm -hmm. Most of these uh, attendees are customers who've used Oracle products, um, have standardized their own uh, business processes on them, or are considering major business process transformation. So, of course, they will learn about features and capabilities and and, you know, that's sort of a necessary but not sufficient thing at these conferences. What they really need to be thinking about, networking with peers, networking with leaders across Oracle, is how is my day-to-day -day life going to change? Wow. You, Oracle, you sit in this unique perspective where you have thousands and thousands of Fusion customers, and you see how they're transforming their own businesses what are the things I had to be thinking about that are going to change? So our focus is going to be very much on a few key areas that we think are changing for the CX practitioner. And of course, our technology is one of the, we hope, favored options in powering that change. But it's not enough to just talk about our features. We've got to intersect our features with how they do their job. 
Yeah, and Rob, I like too how you emphasized, you know, off the bat, Gen AI is touching every profession, but it really seems to be driving uh, enormous change in the CX world. And that probably scales all the way up through right to helping your customers create new business models, Rob. So talk a little bit about what your attendees might expect on uh, the business model side. Well, you talk a lot about this with your emphasis on the cloud and how the cloud is transforming, you know, the greatest growth market and transforming every business. Underneath that cloud transformation is an enabler of some pretty significant changes to businesses. The two of them I want to emphasize, one of them is the move to true subscription models. There are lots of companies that were not born in the cloud and obviously have, have worked for a long time with transactional, what I'll call transactional non-recurring revenue models, a one-time interaction between a customer and a vendor, and they buy the product and then, you know, amortize the use over, over its, its life. Uh, that That's changing dramatically in every industry, um, you know, manufacturing, healthcare, MRI machines aren't sold anymore. They're oftentimes rented or uh, customers subscribe large equipment uh, customers want to uh, subscribe to usage. And the big benefit of the Fusion application suite is that not only does it enable that business model transformation in the back office, because you can move to subscription billing and, and provisioning, but we brought that all the way forward to the front office, which is how do you teach your sales force to go through a similar transformation? I, as a salesperson, I got to move from one behavior to now an ongoing service-based relationship where I've got to think about aftermarket services on top of physical goods. I got to think about um, how I sell additional value in the form of recurring services. How do I quote that? How do I configure an offer? How do I have mixed orders of both physical products and subscriptions? And so by thinking about that complex pricing, quoting, configuration process, through to subscription provisioning, through to billing, we now cover that whole business model transformation front to back, meaning I know how to account for it and I know how to enable my salespeople to better sell and uh, and achieve that level of, um, of uh, clarity with the customers about what they're actually buying. Rob, the, the move to the subscription model, I have to mention to you this morning, um, I don't know, something happened out uh, outside. The paint was splashed on my car and I took it about, you know, half a mile to this car wash. And there was probably 17, 18 year old guys. I pulled up, he said, hey, look, instead of buying one car wash, how about you pay us $25 a month to get unlimited car wash? So th there's almost no facet of the economy now that is, you know, outside the boundaries of this entirely new mindset. And it, it is, it changes the nature of what salespeople focus on and the tools they need to have to help guide them through as you explain the entire life cycle of that experience. Well, I often say the best way to prepare yourself to be uh, fluent in CX products for B2B is to pay attention to what's happening in the consumer market because consumers should always drive these changes. Taco Bell, when Taco Bell introduced the taco subscription, um, I, I realized, and by the way, I learned about that from my college age kids. They said, you know, dad, you know, you can buy a sort of all you can eat taco subscription now. I said, okay, it's, it's going to come to every industry now. Um, and so, you know, obviously we're seeing it with the share sharing economy and 
you know, Turo and other services like that. But we're also seeing every business reimagining whatever product is as a recurring service. They see the economic benefits. We'll be talking about you know, how you move from a different valuation metric altogether. And so this isn't really about just CX products, although CX products and particularly our approach, I think, is a big enabler to be able to do this seamlessly, efficiently, productively. But you can dramatically change the valuation on your business. Uh, you know, SaaS companies, we know, yeah. recurring revenue have better unit economics and are valued differently than other companies. And so CFOs and CEOs and heads of sales and heads of marketing who think this way, not just product centric, but you know, business model transformation centric, they're going to get a lot of value out of this conference by having discussions about, hey, you know, customer A, how did you do that? Mm -hmm. Customer B, wow, you're in, you know, high-tech manufacturing, you're in financial services, you're in healthcare. Tell me your stories. Who did you convince internally about doing that? What was the path to get your salespeople retrained on subscription-based selling? Obviously, Oracle has the benefit of being the greatest Petri dish of transformation that's out there because we've done all that. And I would argue we've done it quite successfully if you look at our recent uh, performance. But that's uh, that's the kind of conversation we're hoping to stimulate. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, Rob, there was uh, somebody who participates in the same part of the market as you do. He said he was a, he'd become an eager adopter of the Oracle playbook. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's cooking along that way. But Rob, you know, one of the things in prior conversations with you that you have you have emphasized here is that the CX suite for Oracle, among other things, it isn't just about helping a manager chart, you know, who's selling what, but instead it's about helping salespeople sell more. So in this current economic time where I hope we're moving toward the end of it a little bit, where the, the emphasis so much has been on helping businesses lower their costs. How is the Fusion Cloud customer experience suite going to help your customers boost revenue? Well, I have to say, I, I really credit Larry with this point of view. And so I'm just going to adopt and, and you know articulate what he has said around this. So Larry's been watching. He watches every market. And you know he's super involved with the company. But he's been watching the CX market and really came to the conclusion uh, about a year and a half ago, that we're in the late majority of this market where CRM has devolved into something that helps sales forecasting and uh, you know opportunities. It doesn't actually help people sell more. So mm -hmm. how can we take the 14 acquired companies that we have in our CX suite and really build something that helps salespeople sell more? And then even more important than that, this has evolved a little bit, uh, Bob, from our last discussion, help B2B sales and marketing actually talk the same language, mm -hmm. use the same system and move away from a different set of KPIs and metrics on both sides. You know, if you talk to sales, they say, I don't get any quality leads for marketing. Mm -hmm. If you talk to marketing, they say sales never follows up with my MQLs. It's because they all talk a different language. They're held to different standards. But what about if there was one language, one platform, one automated end-to-end -end process that went from designing your campaign all the way to having conversation-ready opportunities and orchestrating those opportunities, using generative AI, using machine learning to really help salespeople know when to progress from stage to stage 
what assets or references to use, when to have a live event, when to use different components of their tactics across sales and marketing. But it was all unified as one. We've undergone this transformation at Oracle, as you know, because we've moved to a role called head of revenue operations. So we have somebody that took what was marketing and sales operations and put it together as revenue operations. That's Jason Maynard, who you've probably spoken to. And it's it's got this amazing effect of getting rid of all the proprietary vernacular in marketing and sales and really just thinking about what matters, which is how do you give salespeople opportunities that are qualified through using all the signals that we have and ready to go execute with a known choreography or orchestration? And so building that all into one system is our goal. And by the way, I'll say one other thing. It starts with the most difficult part, which is knowing your customer. When you really ask people, who is your customer? It's an interesting question. And Larry asked this a lot. Is it the person who signs the contract? Is it the user of your products? Is it the people who have budgetary authority that approve it? When you want to communicate to your customer about new offerings, who do you talk to? And how do you make sure that your customer system, your contact system has all the relevant people you need to talk to? So if we do that right, we help people sell more. That's what we're focused on rather than just, you know, spreadsheets and forecasting and, you know, which in my mind, a lot of that's going to get automated anyway with generative AI. You know, yeah. you, won't, you won't need as many people in the forecasting chain. Rob, the, the last thing I wanted to check in with you on here was, uh, you know, we hear lots of companies talk about we help our customers have great or to generate great customer experiences, or we want to help ensure they have great employee experiences. How is the how is your team pushing that for Oracle? Well, we we are always focused on thinking about um, what's the next big thing that's going to hit customer experience, because it's not always just about putting humans in front of it. Oftentimes it's about getting people out of the way of doing rote, non-productive work and freeing them up to do more creative things. So as an example, one of the things we'll be talking about a lot is the way service has changed from always putting a human being in the middle between a company that has a problem and the resolution of the problem and using sensors and IoT and a lot of the automation that heavy equipment has today to create more of an end-to-end flow to actually identify a problem, route that to the appropriate skilled technician who has availability of the right spare parts and inventory, route them to the location, fix the problem. That can all happen before a human being has even been involved. In fact, the notification, a great customer experience is, I fixed your machine. You didn't even know you had a problem. Uh But I routed a tech. We sent them out there. They had the appropriate tools. By the way, they have a recommendation that maybe there are three or four things you might want to add on that would help you prevent this kind of problem from happening in the future. So a great customer experience, which is much more automated, actually becomes an upsell, cross-sell opportunity for that company. So those are the kind of discussions we're going to be having, which is 
great CX can happen without anybody knowing it happened. And then it's really just coming to you and saying, by the way, if it, you have a high value asset, think of like a, a satellite or a machine that you get paid on for its uptime. Hey, by the way, I helped you generate X more revenue this week because I kept your machine running. You didn't even know you had a problem. We predicted the failure. By the way, in the future, add these things and it'll be that much more you know, uh, uh, rigorous in terms of your ability to keep it going. So these are the kind of things we're going to be talking about in CX is automating a lot of the unnecessary human friction out of the problem and letting, rather than humans doing rote tasks, like taking a call and reading a script and telling you, let the machines uh, do the rote tasks and let humans be freed up to do more of the creative work. Rob, if I could, the, the last point there, just to expand on that a little bit, it's a, it's a mindset, right? Isn't it? I mean, from what you described uh, earlier, you know, uh, about this, getting people out of the way, moving the friction out. I heard somebody, you know, a day or two ago saying, we've changed the name of a department from quality control to quality assurance because we're no longer waiting until something's broken. Oh, hey, look how quickly we fixed it. Let's, as you described it, circumvent the problem, get that done then talk the value and the benefit of that to the customer rather than saying, hey, it'll, you'll only be out of service for six days. Yeah, I, I mean, I have been waiting for the moment in the world when automation was going to be the greatest thing that a CX professional looked for. Help me automate things that take unnecessarily unnecessary friction out of the process. I think we are there now. And this is why this cloud world is going to be so fascinating for the CX tracks is that it's no longer going to be about, you know, creating hero customer service people or hero marketers. It's going to be, how do I give them the tools, the co-piloting, the capabilities to do their jobs more efficiently through automation? And when engineering capabilities, which I think Oracle can proudly say we are known for, becomes the most significant element of a CX professional's decision-making, we are in a much better position than we've ever been in as the CX business for Oracle, because that's something we really know how to do well. We've learned it in database, we've learned it in cloud, we have it in industries, we have it in back office, and we're bringing all that legacy experience to the front office too, to automate things end to end that just help generate revenue, transform your business model, you know, anticipate service issues. Like you say, moving from, uh, from quality uh, control, to quality assurance to assuring that your business runs in the way that you expect it to. And that's a whole different way of looking at CX than, you know, this is just about building great email templates for the marketer to send out. This is about transforming your business models. And that's what we're excited to be, you know, exploring with our customers and prospects. Well, Rob, that certainly sounds like a compelling vision for CloudWorld. And before we wrap up, any final thoughts you want to share? No, I, I one thing you did write about was uh, some of our competitors have um, focused less on the end end automation and more on uh, raising prices or trying to recapture some value. And so I just encourage anybody who's scratching their head, looking at the CX market saying, you know, 
things must be changing. We're in a late majority on this market. This is a great conference. Whether you end up coming away thinking we have the best you know, approach to the best strategy and the best products or not, it's a great conversation to be a part of because this is a fascinating reinvention period for CX. And I'm really hoping that we get to have as many valuable uh, customers and prospects there joining that dialogue. That's that's why I love these conferences. Yeah. Rob, that's a great uh, a great rallying call there. It sounds good. And uh, thank you as always. Always uh, good chatting with you and fun to hear about the vision you've got going forward. Thanks, Bob. Great to see you. All right, folks. Thanks to all of you for being with us here on this episode of The Road to Oracle Cloud World. We'll see you next time.